Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. What a great year this is, because this year is the 25th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And how about this? It's our 20th anniversary of Bender, so it couldn't have coincided at a better time. And I must say a special shout-out to my friend Yoshiko Dart, who, as you all know, uh, is the widow of Justin Dart, the general of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And it's all about this year achieving our last barrier And you all know what that is, employment. And that is why I am so excited today. For me, this is a great day. This is a wonderful today. And I know many of you listeners know who I'm going to be talking about. But let me tell you, if you don't, this is the real deal. This is the real deal. Today, the CEO of one of the largest healthcare companies, and just a fabulous disability leader is our guest. He is the CEO of Highmark Health, one of the number one, number one employers in America of people with disabilities. I'm so excited. Welcome to the show, David Holmberg. Well, thank you very much, Joyce, and congratulations to you on 20 years of success in uh, it's been a terrific partnership, and uh, it's worked out well for literally hundreds of people. You know, you've been able to make a difference, and, and we play a small role in that, but we're grateful for that role. Well, nice of you to say, but all of my listeners know that if it had not been for Highmark, there wouldn't have been a bender. So could not be a better person on this show today. And also, David... Thank you. Thank Highmark for being one of the sponsors of this show. Um, and thank you, of course, for everything you've done for Bender, but more importantly, for Americans with disabilities to gain competitive employment, not lower-level competitive employment, IT, finance, accounting, those type of uh, positions. But how about if we first tell our listeners, if you would not mind sharing a little bit about your background and then about your leadership role at Highmark. Well, um, first of all, I'm, I'm uh, honored to be the CEO for Highmark Health. I've been doing it for about a year and a half, and prior to that, I ran what was called the Diversified Businesses for Highmark, which is uh, our national dental uh, business, uh, United Concordia, uh, which our, uh, our claim to fame is we support the active duty military for the Department of Defense for uh, the United States. And you know, and then also uh, VisionWorks, our optical retail um, you know business, which is a national business, and then uh, a couple of our other uh, you know organizations that uh, have a, a real global footprint. And so you know, I was considered myself very fortunate. I grew up in the um, uh, the retail world, and, uh, and particularly specialty jewelry, and sort of fell into the insurance business by accident. Uh, I did that through uh, running Highmark's optical businesses. And what I found was that, um, you know, in healthcare, 
Um, healthcare is the new retail. I mean, uh, if you think about the uh, the 80s, 90s, and, and uh, the 2000s, early 2000s, you know, retail was obviously a big driver for the uh, economy. And now we're seeing that healthcare is running 18% of the economy. And and this is this is where people are investing. They're investing in themselves. They're investing in uh, their overall care. And so, uh, so I'm trying to uh, help it evolve. Trying to figure out ways to you know to make healthcare a little bit more consumer friendly. And to create more effective care, you know, for individuals. So, uh, so for me, this is uh, this is a real honor, and and it's nice to be back up in the Midwest here. It's it's like being home. Well, we're happy to have you home. You know, if you don't realize this, although Highmark is headquartered in Pittsburgh, we're talking different states. Uh, different locations, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But this company has grown and expanded so much, which, as I said, we'll be talking about. But right now, I think we have a caller on the line. Um, Helena, Helena, are you on the line? I am, Joyce. And how are you, Helena? I'm great, Joyce. Thank you. And Helena... Um, wow, thank you for calling in. Helena is acting as the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities, which, as you all know, listening to the show, AAPD is just known with not only grassroots, but all the great work they've done from the White House to Congress. Um, what an honor to have you call. So, Helena, would you like to... Uh, ask a question or make some comments to David Holmberg? I would, Joyce. Thank you. Um, it's more comments than questions, but David, um, as Joyce mentioned, I'm the acting president and CEO of APD, and I wanted to take this opportunity, one, to thank you for your support of APD, which has been uh, ongoing and unwavering, so that's number one. Um, I also wanted to acknowledge, um, and I don't think you mentioned it yet, Joyce, but I got on a couple of minutes after you started, that um, Highmark is um, one of 19 companies to score 100 points on the Disability Equality Index Survey that was recently taken by 80 companies. Um, So I wanted to make sure that your listeners are aware of that, that there really are talking the talk and walking the walk when it comes to uh, hiring people with disabilities and not just hiring, but making sure that their diversity and inclusion policies and practices include people with disabilities. So um, I am really honored to have an opportunity to, uh, to thank David and to make your listenership aware of what they've achieved. Um, and I also need to say that we're very fortunate to have uh, Deborah Rice Johnson, who's a member of David's team, recently reelected to our board. So again, this is an opportunity to uh, to thank you, and again, make all the listeners aware that you guys are really one of the leaders in the disability inclusion space. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I consider myself very fortunate to uh, serve in my role at Highmark. Health and you know, uh, but I'm also very cognizant of the fact that Highmark for 20 years has had a commitment to um, you know to the the disability partnership, and you know leadership is about doing the right thing when nobody is looking, and mm-hmm. so we're thrilled to have um, you know thrilled to have the the recognition and, and the um, you know the index and, and the performance there and 
to be, you know, to be in the, the top tier of companies in the U.S. Uh, but I have to tell you, that's an outcrop of what we believe is the right thing to do for the community and for um, our own, uh, you know, people. Uh, one of the things that uh, I said to, uh, uh, you know, to uh, a group not too long ago was how, um, you know, how normal it is to have people working here you know, who have disabilities. It's no longer a program. It's just part of our culture. And I think that's, that's when uh, I knew we were really making progress was, was uh, uh, when it wasn't a, uh, you know, a separate program, but really just you know, sort of a matter-of-fact part of our culture here. And so it's an honor to be a part of that. And the folks who had been before me uh, were extremely committed, and, and uh, Deb Rice Johnson uh, certainly has been a leader on that. Uh, in addition to uh, disabilities work, she's focused on uh, our military as well, where there's a lot of need. Great, and if I could say one more thing, George, I don't know if this is if this is public yet, but I do know that Highmark is um, working on a YouTube video that um, will feature a member of their team um, who is deaf and is talking about the Disability Equality Index. But more importantly, it's a really powerful message about how they have included diversity and inclusion in everything they do to make their business stronger, and it's a really powerful message. And, again, I would just recommend people to, uh, once it gets posted, I'm not sure if it's posted on their website yet, but I was fortunate to get a, a sneak peek. And, again, it's, it's a really powerful message, and I hope other corporations um, follow Highmark's lead. Well, you must be really important because they wouldn't give me a sneak peek. So <laughs> I have to wait till they see the final version. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm I'm the co-chair of the DEI advisory committee. Uh, maybe that's why, but it's excellent, and kudos to your staff. Um, it, it's really, like I said, really, really powerful. So congratulations on all fronts, and again, I'm just glad I had a couple of minutes to uh, to thank you over the phone. And I hope well, to see you. you on July 30th. Uh, we are honoring all the top-scoring companies up on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. I, I hope you can make it, and I look forward to meeting you. Well, I appreciate it. The same here. Thanks. Take and, care, Helena, Helena, yes. not only thank you for calling in, but thank you for your leadership nationally because you are one of the most highly respected disability leaders on a national front. So thank you for what you do. Thanks, Joyce. I appreciate it very much, and thank you. All Bye-bye. right. Bye-bye. And once again, folks, you know it doesn't get better than that when it's the, a national organization calling in to talk about Highmark, but certainly no surprise to me uh, because I know that thing you said, David, about doing the right thing when no one's looking, just so everyone knows. You know, when I met David for a holiday breakfast recently, this past year, as a matter of fact, he said there are two things important to me. One, we don't want managers, we want leaders. And number two, you do the right thing no matter what. And that so impressed me when you told me that. So um, that that is what he told me, and as you can see, he means it. So, David, you know I mentioned a little bit about how large Highmark has become, Highmark Health. Uh, 5.3 million lives are covered. You operate in Pennsylvania, Delaware, and West Virginia. You have four business units. So I wondered if you could take 
time to talk about Highmark Health because long way from Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania when I first met Bill Lowry. So we, could you talk about that a little bit? Sure. I mean, uh, Highmark is, is the eighth largest insurance company in the United States and the fourth largest Blue Cross Blue Shield plan in, in the country. And, and uh, you know, you would think that uh, our primary business would be insurance, but uh, in today's new world where healthcare is changing rapidly, we now also own eight hospitals and we have over a couple thousand doctors who uh, work with us. And we're really trying to reshape healthcare uh, for whatever reason. You know, uh, Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh has become uh, the epicenter of change in healthcare, and you know what we're, our goal is to figure out a way to uh, to, to create more access to care, to create uh, more affordable care and, and more effective care, and we believe that that can be done by uh, really strong partnerships between caregivers and uh, and frankly insurance companies, and so you know we're you know we're doing a um, you know what we call an integrated delivery system and finance system here, and it's really about figuring out how to change the face of healthcare. Uh, it's about you know figuring out how to be responsible for the outcomes as much as it is as it is for the financial aspects of it. Uh, and uh, we like to think that we're on the, the cutting edge of it. So, uh, so it's a really interesting environment. Uh, you, you're right, Joyce. We have 5.3 million people that we cover uh, in Pennsylvania, Delaware, and West Virginia. Uh, but we operate in all 50 states through all of our uh, various businesses, our vision company, our dental company, and those kinds of things. So we touch about 30 million people overall. Uh, so it's about 10% of America. And, you know, so we think we have the scale uh, to be able to affect real change in healthcare and maybe make uh, make it uh, more uh, effective for people. And we also have the sense of urgency to do it. Uh, part of the reason why we got involved with the hospital and the, and the, the doctor side is uh, we truly believe that the future of healthcare is going to require uh, more care to be delivered in the communities. It's going to require more uh, uh, outpatient care uh, and less in-hospital uh, care. And we think that what we're learning here can be um, applicable to all sorts of industries and all sorts of groups. And so, uh, so we're very excited about that. You, know, you would never think that a 75-year-old company would be a startup, um, but I like to tell people that we're the largest startup in America with 37,000 employees, uh, but we're at the beginning of this, you know, where we're trying to take um, you know, a hospital system, a, doctor, a group of doctors, uh, nurses, caregivers, and marry that with uh, the payer side of, of, uh, of the insurance business and, and do something special, do something different. And so, uh, so we're pretty excited about that. All happening out of western Pennsylvania. Go figure. Yeah, so awesome. That is so awesome. Hey, we have another caller on the line. Uh, Jill, are you on? I am here. Hello, Jill Houghton. Hello, Joyce Bender, and hello, David. Uh, very nice to meet you over the phone. Hi, Jill. And Jill, you want to tell them your position? Uh, I lead the U.S. Business Leadership Network. And uh, we're a national nonprofit that brings business together around uh, uh, leveraging disability inclusion in the workplace, supply chain, in the marketplace. And we are so proud to have Highmark Health in our family. Thank you. Well, thank you. I mean, uh, again, it, it's uh, we view this as a as a real commitment, and and there's a lot of people who do lo- slogan, slogans and 
and maybe throw a little bit of money at an issue. But you know, it's very, very important that, um, in um, my opinion, that uh, particularly as a healthcare company, that we lead by example, and that there be real, um, you know, real uh, meat to what we do. And you know, it's it's as simple as uh, being committed to it and having people that are passionate about it, but also making sure that we incorporate it into our way of life and and how we deal with things. And so, so we feel pretty good about that. You know, we got a lot of work to do. We got a long way to go. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're all making progress together. Now, here well, we you are, are, Jill. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jill. I, I was just going to say that um, speaking of leading by example and, um, and working to change the face of healthcare, we are really um, celebrating Highmark Health as one of only 19 companies in America that uh, scored 100 points on the Disability Equality Index. Um, you took a risk, and uh, because of your leadership and your commitment to disability inclusion and took the Disability Equality Index, and we are just really excited to, to celebrate Highmark Health along with the other companies that did well and uh, look to leverage your example and have more companies um, uh, like yourself uh, begin to recognize the value uh, that people with disabilities bring to the to the business. Well, thank you very much. I mean, uh, it, for us, it's about opportunities we create for our customers and our employees and our stakeholders. And you know, to uh, receive this award, you know, we feel really good about it um, because it it just reflects our total culture and you know the commitment that we do have. I know in 2014 we launched the Careers to Be program. Uh, which places like entry-level uh, individuals in various departments across the organization, and they have a one-year training and development program. And what we found is that you know once you know once you work through that beginning year, and, and everybody sort of gets used to each other, and we figure out you know how to uh, sort of uh, make it work. Uh, that you know the the loyalty factor you know for uh, the people that we work with, uh, the the value that's created for our customers, and and then also uh, you know the role model that we're able to be, uh, just is so powerful, and it really is a facilitator of business for us. Uh, you know, it's a way for us to uh, tell a story that. Uh, that's meaningful to the community, and and uh, there are still a few organizations out there that uh, that look at these kinds of issues, and and they make their financial decisions based on uh, and the, and who they want to do business with based on uh, values and and the things that um, you know that they um, you know that they they do in, in the course of their daily activities. So for us, um, you know, we're honored to have the award, uh, but it's just the right thing to do, and, it, and it's just part of our our culture. So thank you very much. Thank you. And, Jill, if I could just say one thing once again, uh, it's also an honor to have you call in, being that you lead the National United States Business Leadership Network, the largest disability, the largest group of that nature with businesses committed to employing people with disabilities, from, you know, IBM to Northrop Grumman. So I'm bringing that up because, you know, I tell this to David Holmberg all the time, but am I not right, Jill? How many companies do you know where it is CEO down, committed to this for 20 years? Not many. (laughs) Uh, We're working to grow that number, and uh, we want to leverage... Uh, your leadership, David, uh, to 
to gain the participation and support of other CEOs, um, we certainly have a lot of work to do. Well, we are glad to do that, and I'm certainly glad to do it. But uh, I would also tell you that uh, uh, the people that preceded me in this job would probably uh, smack me around if I if I <laughs> if I wasn't doing a good job on this issue because you know they've been committed to it as well. And and uh, boy, when you see the uh, all you have to do is see you know the, the the work in action and the success that we've all had together, and it really just resonates. And so I'm very proud and humbled to be a part of it. And uh, and also, uh, I, I know my predecessors would be all over me as well if we weren't doing a good job. And I would just say that the, the other thing that you do really well is in working with disability-owned businesses. So uh, Joyce Bender uh, being a, a business owned by a person with a disability is one of our certified disability-owned businesses who's been in business for over 20 years focused uh on employment, and um, so it's also nice to work with partners like Highmark Health and see you um, working in partnership and leveraging your relationship with a certified disability-owned business with Bender Consulting. Well, thank you. I mean, uh, we believe that uh, healthy communities come from uh, not only having a, a quality healthcare system, but they come from you know quality education in the community, and they come from creating opportunities uh, for employment and for jobs uh, where people can, you know, can uh, meet their own expectations and seek their own level. And, you know, this is just one part of our overall commitment, but a very important part because uh, we do think we have to uh, be a leader in the community on this issue and, and lead by example. And we think it's very important to support the people that support us. So, uh, you know, it's, it's again, our, our pleasure. All right, and Jill, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. And um, it's true what Jill is saying, that Highmark has worked with me for over 20 years from the beginning. It is an unbelievably great partnership that I'm very proud of. Uh, but I always say, without a company opening the doors, the doors that have been closed when 70% of people with disabilities aren't even counted in the workforce to go into a company. Every time I walk in, everywhere I look, I'm seeing someone deaf in a wheelchair. Um, and what really impressed me is when David said that it isn't a program. Oh, I love that. It isn't a program. And that, that, is, that is the way it is with, uh, with Highmark. And I want to just skip ahead for a moment since we're talking about that Disability Equality Index there is something that David is really leading the way on, and I so appreciate that he's so humble giving everyone credit, which it's true. Everyone, every CEO has worked with me for 20 years, but I just want to talk for a moment about accessibility. You know, Highmark will be the first company in the United States that from the top down took the lead to make external and internal applications accessible everywhere with every part of Highmark. And this would be for people who are blind, deaf, learning disabilities, mobility issues. And I just want to tell you this little quick story is that when I first talked to David about this, and I even remember where it was, it was at the Duquesne Club when Deb Rice, as 
David said there's such an initiative at Highmark on the military, and Ted Kennedy Jr. and I spoke at this event. First, David was new, and I'm saying to Deb, where's, where's the CEO? She said back there, I said, why is he back there? Why isn't he on the agenda? She said, because he didn't want to be. He wanted everyone else to get to uh, talk. I said, wow, that is really impresses me. And then I went over and I said, I just want you to know that Highmark, under the leadership of Jack Brock, is working to make all applications accessible. And his answer was, oh, that is so great because I want everyone included, everyone, when they're working with Highmark, whether it's to buy something or to enroll. But I also want our internal staff, everything, to be accessible. And because of that, Bender now has an official certification that we've had prior to this. And guess what? We gave the first certification very recently, David, to Highmark. So um, in behalf of all people with those uh, disabilities, thank you for your leadership in that area also. Well, Joyce, thank you very much. I mean, we're very excited about that certification, and, and hopefully it just reinforces for everyone that uh, we, we say what we do and we do what we say. And this is an important issue. I mean, this goes back to the core of, of um, why it's important to be inclusive and to have a diverse workforce, because uh, it wasn't until we had uh, people in the organization who represented sort of different, um, you know, different challenges, you know, I mean, maybe people that were blind or deaf or whatever, that, um, that we recognized that there's this whole world of people out there who um, so much of our, our world is evolving to the Internet and so much of the work that we do and so much of our uh, personal communication is, is now on the Internet in some form or fashion. And we needed to get uh, with the program. We needed to recognize that um, we had a whole bunch of customers out there uh, who we serve that didn't have access uh, to you know to what they needed you know because for whatever reason our our websites weren't uh, where they needed to be uh, for somebody who has visual impairment or whatever whatever the uh, you know the challenges and so so consequently um, by having a team you know that uh, represented the people that we serve we were able to learn very quickly that we needed to make changes and so uh, the, the certification you talked about the commitment that you talked about. Uh, those are an outcrop of you know of the the value you get in in having a diverse workforce and not just um, you know not just uh, ig- ignoring some of these issues. So we think we're a better company today because of it, both internally, uh, but we also think we're a better company today because when we serve large employers, uh, we can serve all their needs, not just part of their needs. Well, I just want to emphasize how big that is to have your leadership to have internal applications and external applications for all to be able to view or use is just huge. And, you know, I know I've said this before, but, you know, he says the same thing to me all the time. Well, it's the right thing. So, you know what, for all of you other companies out there where you have an employee that works and they go to do their job and it isn't accessible or external, it isn't accessible, I hope you will look at Highmark uh, as a role model 
because it is such a big deal. And here we go. I think I have another caller who's been waiting on the line. Charlie, are you on the line? I'm here. here. Oh, you are there. Okay. Go ahead, Charlie. Well, David, great to hear you talk about employment and the whole culture that's being done at Highmark. I commend you and all of your peers. And I just wanted to also bring the listeners to know that you you folks at Highmark see the under, other end of the spectrum. Our children who will one day uh, need to be employed, as Joyce always talks about, for self-sufficiency and independence. But I just wanted to thank Highmark for all that they do with kids with disabilities. And if people could picture, your listeners could picture a walk, the Highmark walk that was held recently with 10,000 people walking. But at the front of it, this says, I think, so much about the company, at the front of it, with 15 children with disabilities on their adaptive bikes in our partnership at Variety, where I am with you at Highmark, they kicked it off. And to be at the front, not in the back, not to be left out, that says so much about, David, what you've been saying about doing the right thing because it's the right thing. And then I think, Joyce, I know you'll agree with me, the holiday party that Highmark hosts for kids with disabilities so that they're included. Uh, And the great time we have down there uh, with Santa and making crafts and dancing. I remember you, uh, uh, Ms. Bender, dancing at the holiday party last year with the kids. But again, that's part of this total vision. That's what I love about Highmark. It's not just one part. It's not just employment, but it's giving these kids these great opportunities. So, Joyce, would you agree with me? Oh, my goodness. And by the way, this is Charlie LaValley, the CEO of Variety, the children's charity, um, which I am so honored to be a board member. And uh, Deb Rice, also involved with Variety, the children's charity, um, as the president. But getting back to Charlie, um, what, what you have done, David, seeing these children that were just could not play with other kids who had a bike because they don't have a bike. They couldn't ride a bike. And, you know, also a voice because they couldn't use augmentative communication on an iPad. And uh, now they have a bike. Now they can be like everyone else. Now they can be included. Um, and, and the holiday party, oh, my God, all of those kids with disabilities and their families through the graciousness of Highmark being at Highmark is unbelievable. And also, David, Charlie, Pat Liebman, that event, do you want to talk about that for a second? Well, at the Wexford Pavilion, um, another part of Highmark's initiative of Health for All and All for Health, to have a center. I myself go there, Joyce, we have the same neurologist. I've gone in and seen our neurologist, gotten my exam gotten some blood work done, gotten a prescription, and I've still been out the door in 45 minutes. That's just fantastic. Underneath parking, I mean, that's the wave of the future. That's how, I think, David's vision of delivering health care. But we also just had a great event there where with uh, Pat Liebman and the AHN team, Allegheny Health Network team, uh, we gave a number of kids uh, with disabilities their first adaptive bike, and they rode there at the pavilion, and then... They even had uh, the pirate parrot there. So, David, thank you for all these opportunities you're giving our kids so that hopefully one day they might be the same uh, type of people who would be ready to be employed because they got 
communication devices when they were young or felt included. So thank you for seeing the whole spectrum uh, of what our kids need, and we're just so grateful. In fact, we're coming back to the Pavilion. Joyce, I don't know if you can join us, but on uh, July 15th, we'll be back at the Wexford Pavilion um, to give out uh, more adaptive bikes to uh, kids with disabilities. So I, I hope you and David, I know your schedule is absolutely packed, but sometime we'd love to have you join us when it fits for you. But, again, I just wanted to say thanks for the vision and driving this vision from whether it's kids or employment or whether it's people who need to access online. Thank you so very much. Well, Charlie, thank you very much. I mean, it's very nice of you to, to say all that. I, I would tell you that uh, what makes me feel the best is uh, I didn't have to ask anybody to do all that. I think that uh, our folks, uh, one of the things as a, as a CEO, you, you, know, you, you uh, try to lay out a strategy for an organization. You try to uh, uh, you know, come up with um, agreed-upon values, and you know, I call them rules of engagement and how, you know, how you're going to operate. And, and you know, our folks uh, have embraced uh, the community, they've embraced, um, you know, wanting to make a difference uh, not only in healthcare but in the lives of people with disabilities, and um, and they're particularly passionate about uh, what you're doing with adaptive bikes and uh, from uh, you know from a children's perspective. My, I'm very fortunate. My brother-in-law and uh, my nephews all teach adaptive skiing at the New England uh, uh, Disabled oh. uh, Skiing Group up in um, uh, up in New Hampshire, outside of Boston. And when you see uh, people who have never been outside uh, in the snow um, in a significant way, skiing down a hill and the pride that they have and, and, you know, what a difference it makes in their lives, it ties back to, you know, the core issues that all children need to have, which is hope, uh, resilience, Mm -hmm. And and a belief that uh, that they can achieve um, you know achieve what they set their minds to, and so what I love about what you're doing, what I uh, one of the reasons why Highmark is so supportive, is because um, you know again it's the right thing to do, but but you can see the difference. Uh, I was very fortunate to talk to a family who has a child who has disabilities, and they're worried about their child when you know when they're gone. And you know, I mean, right. what's the future look like? And so, uh, what they're excited about is you know programs like what you, you know you've done with, with um, uh, disabled um, you know bicycling, and with other things that help people be productive, to have purpose, and to be engaged and mainstreamed in the community. And so, it's it's a great thing, and uh, we're very committed to it. And and uh, you know, you'd think that all we do is go around and, and work on these programs, but the reality of it is just part of uh, the culture here and the, and the way of life. And I don't think it's that big of a lift for any organization. Uh, what it takes is commitment, passion, and a willingness to uh, uh, to work at it and see it through, and not you know, and not view it as a project. It may be a project for a while, but ultimately, it's got to become part of the culture and the DNA of the company. Yeah, Joyce, you would. I have two quick stories, if I could. You and David, I think, will love and your listeners. So we had a boy, thanks to Highmark, as the founding sponsor of the My Bike program and our strong connection to organized labor. We got to have a bunch of our kids in the Labor Day Parade. And Brian, who's now 10 years old, when he was one, he had the entire left half of his brain removed due to seizures. Think about that, the entire left half. But he's... They didn't know if he'd walk or talk. Well, he's walking, talking, and riding the bike. And in the Labor Day parade, when he's interviewed by 
um, the television station, the news stations, he says to them, and Joyce, I know you'll love this, he says, I want to show my ability to the world. He doesn't say, I want to show how I've overcome my disability. He doesn't see himself as a person with disability. I want to show my ability to the world. That wow. was fantastic. And then on the lighter side, recently, a family to whom we gave a communication device in the My Voice program, the mother called me up the other day and said, Charlie, my daughter asked for hot dogs for breakfast. <laughs> and we laughed. She said, I know that's not a breakfast food. She said, but here's the real point. Thanks to the device, my daughter asked me, told me what she wanted. And another mother just this morning, I got a letter she wrote in and she said, my son's 19. I can't wait till I hear him say, Mom, I love you for the first time. So oh, we're doing wow. Together, that, is, that is awesome. That is so... Thanks. Charlie, you are making a difference and thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you for the partnership with you two. I'm so grateful. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, you know what, David? Can I tell you something? You're really popular. (laughs) You're very popular. I I could have had you on here today for three hours because we have a very, very, very important person. Not that everyone isn't important, uh, but I would have to say that a former congressman and the author of the Americans with Disabilities Act, who I happen to know has worked with the last five presidents, is a pretty powerful man. Tony Quello, are you there? I am on, Joyce. Hi, uh, Tony. Hi, Tony. How are you? Just great. Just great. Well, I just wanted to call in and, and uh, tell David how, how happy I am with the relationship uh, with your company at it uh, is, I'm the chair of Joyce's uh, advisory board. Um, by the way, it's pro bono, so it's, it's my love of what she does and my love of her that I'm doing it. And uh, we monitor as what's going on. And, and uh, you have been the longest employer. You were there uh, helping out Bender employ people with disabilities uh, when you didn't have to. It's because you wanted to. Uh, now a lot of companies are coming on board because of 503, uh, but uh, you've been there from the beginning, uh, your company has, and uh, it is just wonderful to see how supportive uh, you are, uh, your company is, David, year in, year out. And um, I love Deb Rice, uh, everybody does, and she is a member of of uh, AAPD and uh, the American Association of People with Disabilities and on the local uh, affiliate board of the Epilepsy Foundation. So she's very involved, a great representative for your company, and, and I just want you to know how, um, how much we appreciate uh, what uh, you're, you are doing and your prese- predecessors have done to change the lives of uh, those of us with disabilities. We love you for that. Well, thank you very much, Congressman. I mean, you know, t- when, uh, you, for me, um, I mean, obviously, uh, Deb is very passionate about, and as president of uh, Highmark uh, Health Plan, you know, she has an important role in making sure that, you know, that we design health care solutions for everyone. 
but it's a personal commitment for her and, and the same for me. And, and, and I came out of San Antonio uh, into this role. And, and one of the things that Deb and I bonded quickly over was the, uh, the importance of veterans uh, to uh, to both of us, and you know, as they transition back from uh, military life into the community, uh, but sitting being in San Antonio, I had an opportunity firsthand to see uh, the work that was being done with many of our um, you know our, our disabled vets who have come back and uh, and have real needs and, and need support, and and I and both Deb and I feel that that's a very important. Uh, mission, you know, and, you know, that we have a responsibility for their, you know, to help them, you know, given the amount of loyalty and sacrifice that they've given our country. And so that's just one of the areas that, you know, that Deb and I bonded over. And this, and the second is we both um, have family members who, you know, I mean, have, um, you know, some form of disability. And so, you know, so uh, it's an easy, uh, it's an easy thing for both of us to understand um, the more challenging part is figuring out how to uh, to put it in the context of a business situation, and, and uh, I'm thrilled that you know that we've sort of figured that out at least as it relates for us. And so we appreciate what you did. Um, you know, my uh, cousin was in an auto accident a number of years ago, and um, you know has to use a chair. And you know, in the um, you know it was very apparent very quickly to, in our family. Uh, the challenges that brings and, and so many of the barriers that have been there over the years have started to fall and thanks to you and, and Joyce and others who have made this an important uh, calling and so we appreciate uh, the work you've done as well. Thank you, David. Um, you, um, Joyce, I'm sure has told you uh, how uh, significant the relationship uh, between you and, and uh, your company and Joyce is. So we all appreciate it. We thank you. We actually make you an example when we do our uh, board meetings. So um, you help us get others inspired as well. So that's important. So anyway, well, thank you. I just wanted to say thank you very much. And Joyce, uh, uh, it's always nice to be on your program. It's always an honor to hear from you, Tony. And before you go, I just want to say, you know, Tony has worked with uh, President Obama, President Clinton, uh, President Bush, Reagan. I mean, I could go on here forever, but was very uh, also recently at that event with President Bush. So it's under former President Bush, uh, who Tony often calls Papa Bush, that the ADA was signed and that Tony was the author. So, uh, Tony... First of all, you are just a wonderful person. You're a, you'll be someone in history. But I wanted to also mention that I tell David and Highmark all the time how they don't realize how special they are. But as you work with CEOs and companies across America, you know very well that there are a few companies that have been hiring people with disabilities for 20 years in competitive employment from the CEO level down, um, and isn't that the truth? That is absolutely the truth. That was the only way, actually, we could get people employed is when we communicated with the CEO of companies, and um, and so the effort to change things had to come from up high, and we've been able to make that happen, or you've been able to make that happen, Joyce. But uh, the CEO is a critical, critical person 
in the whole process of changing the culture so that companies uh, seek out and want uh, people with disabilities to help them achieve uh, whatever they are trying to get done. So the CEO has been critical over these 20 years, and uh, there's no doubt that it's going to continue to be that way. So you're absolutely right. Well, thank you so much, Tony. Thank you for calling in. And keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, David. Bye-bye. Thank you, Tony. Um, you know what, David? I just realized I'm not going to be able to ask you very many questions because, wow, we got another caller on the line. So, as I told you, you're a popular man. Phil, are you on the line? I am, Joyce. Good afternoon. Oh, Phil Gatone. Here we go. This is the third national company, uh, and as Phil well knows, Tony and I have something very much in common with his organization because we both live with uh, epilepsy, and Phil Gatone is the CEO of the National Epilepsy Foundation and another great national leader. Phil, thank you for calling in. Well, thank you, Joyce. And, and David, it's great to, great to talk with you. I, I just want to say thank you on behalf of the nearly 3 million people with epilepsy for what you're doing. Uh, I've been listening to the show, and I, I was listening to your comment earlier about recognizing that there are customers out there who needed information, and using technology differently is something that uh, we've also done at the Epilepsy Foundation. So what what Highmark has done is a great model for others to follow, and it's really uh, been effective in, in reaching more people uh, for us. So thank you for thinking so progressively. And also, as Joyce, who is one of my heroes, uh, has said, you know, the, the recognition uh, for really making the change from top to bottom for people with disabilities is uh, really very much appreciated uh, of the epilepsy population really overlaps into so many different uh, disabilities that it, it's critical for us that people with epilepsy have an opportunity uh, to be insured, to find employment, uh, to live life the way that we all take for granted that we are able to do so. So I just wanted to say thank you for making a difference uh, for so many people. Well, thank you very much. I mean, again, I think what we try to do is to look at things through the eyes of our customers and you know, whether it's uh, epilepsy or uh, um, a vision impairment or something else, what we try to do is just understand what it is that uh, that they're going through, and and then you can you know you can design solutions to help uh, make a difference and have an impact. And and obviously, um, you know, as Highmark Health, now that we have a uh, a hospital and and healthcare delivery system. It gives us even more insight. So today, I was very fortunate enough to spend, uh, uh, you know, most of the day at Allegheny General, which is uh, an iconic, um, you know, institution, uh, iconic hospital here in in, the, in Pittsburgh. And you know, and what, what I was doing was watching, um, you know, and and visiting with patients, so I understood what you know, uh, what they they were dealing with, what their their uh, lives were about, what was important to them. And I think by doing that, it just helps us be a better organization. It helps us, um, you know, by, as I talked before, by having people with a, a variety of different disabilities because we learn from them. You know, while we feel pretty good about the commitment to jobs and uh, et cetera, 
our goal is not to uh, to give people jobs. Our goal is to give people opportunities so they can mm-hmm. be successful, and you know, and um, you know, and and uh, own their job. And you know, and it gives us insight into the people that we serve, and particularly in healthcare, where you're trying to understand various conditions. Uh, it really makes a difference for us. So you know, so we appreciate your support, and and uh, again, we, you know, we we uh, are thrilled to be a part of this commitment. Well, thank you. And the veterans issue that you brought forward, you know, with epilepsy, um, veterans have a twelve times the uh, a twelve-fold risk of having epilepsy if they experience a, um, a TBI, and if they have a penetrating head wound, it's 47 times as likely uh, as a, a typical population for developing epilepsy. So your work with veterans is, is greatly appreciated, and if there's ever an opportunity that the Foundation can work with Highmark together, in addition to the great work that Peggy Beam is doing and her team is doing in Pittsburgh and, and Allie McCartan in Philadelphia, if there's anything that we can do nationally with Highmark to help uh, in education or resource, please please know that uh, it's, it's a privilege. Uh, it would be a privilege to work with you. I, I think your, your company is the one where the name actually fits the quality in uh, in, in uh, reaching that high mark. So I just want to say thank you for for what you do. And I know Pittsburgh is a little bit ahead of my beloved Chicago Cubs uh, in the standings right now, but uh, we'll, we hope that we can. Uh, catch up as the season goes along and whatever it takes to beat the Cardinals. So, well, between the two of us, we'll I'm get with it done you on year. that. I am with you on that. Whatever it takes to beat the Cardinals is amen. Amen to that. Thank you, hey, and Phil, I just wanted to say before you go that one in 26 people will have epilepsy in their lifetime. Of course, I'm living with epilepsy. Um, and I, I just wanted to say, you know, here, here Highmark is making all their applications accessible, and what people often don't realize is epilepsy, there are comorbidities. You know, the person can have autism, or the person can be in a wheelchair. You know, the person can be blind. There are so many things, so that also is going to help us. Absolutely. And, and David, well, thank you again uh, for all you're doing. Well, thank you very much. I mean, uh, the, the the veterans' commitment is is uh, again, as I as I talked about, um, you know, going spending the day at Allegheny General today. Uh, one of the things I did was uh, when I lived in San Antonio was uh, go over to uh, Brooks Army Air Force Base, you know, where uh, we've got a lot of folks who have come back from Afghanistan and Iraq and who have injuries and. And I sat down and I had dinner with a group of soldiers and, you know, and a nice young man who was from the Iowa National Guard was sitting next to me with no visible injuries. Um, and as we talked, uh, he had had uh, a traumatic brain injury and was struggling just to eat dinner. And so, yeah. and you wouldn't guess it uh, from, you know, from when you first met him. And, and it just reinforces for me that, uh, the importance of, of these kinds of issues and, and um, you know, your statistics that you talked about, uh, you know, with uh, epilepsy associated with, you know, with uh, uh, brain injuries is, is, you know, is, is very important for people to understand uh, because, as Joyce said, there's a lot of, of um, multiple things going on here for some of these folks, and we have to figure out a way to make it uh, you know, uh, an, an easier environment for them to take care of themselves and be successful. Yeah. Completely agree. Count us in for anything we can do. All right. Thank you very much. Same here. And thank you, thank Phil, you. for all, for you, all that 
Thank you for all you do, Phil. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Well, uh, first of all, folks, I am so sorry I cannot take any more callers because we're coming to the end, but uh, that just shows you, David, while I'll have to have you on again, I know you probably didn't realize what a big deal this is to the uh, national disability community, but as I always say, <laughs> high marks, that's the high mark for other companies to follow. <clears throat> so, David, two, two last things. First, do you have a message you want to leave with our listeners? Well, I think the message to the listeners, um, I mean, first of all, is, you know, is uh, uh, n- never give up. You know, resilience matters. You know, I mean, uh, you know, when you're faced with adversity, you have to keep getting up, brush yourself off, and move forward. Uh, I think for uh, people who, um, you know, who are in a position to be able to make a difference, you know, we have a responsibility as leaders to, um, you know, uh, to give back. And in my opinion, you know, obviously the most important thing we can do is deliver the products and services that we've been asked to do uh, and do that successfully. Uh, but my message really would be, um, you know, when much is given, much is expected. And, and we've all been given a gift uh, in many cases as business leaders. And so there's an opportunity for us to give back and create opportunities that allow people to seek their own level. And, and, and that's the key from my perspective. Well, I wanted to say um, that I know someone must have impacted you because you are just the most uh, awesome person. I mean, I, I, I am just so impressed with you. I'm so happy we have you. Uh, but I wonder, in the last minute of the show, could you just mention to me who is that person that has impacted you? Well, I would say, um, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that have impacted me. I've been blessed to have um, mentors during my career. Um, I, I um, have a lot of respect for my father-in-law. Uh, he's an, uh, he's an, an 80-year-old uh, Marine who uh, I watched how he, um, you know, I watched how he handled his family. I watched him stand up for people who couldn't stand up for themselves. And I learned a lot of values by, um, you know, by emulating uh, uh, the actions that he took, and so, and uh, and I learned very early on that family mattered, uh, work ethic mattered, doing a good job of what you do, but also um, giving to people who um, you know might need a little bit of help uh, was a real good thing. And so, uh, I would have to say uh, uh, he was a big influence on me and continues to be, uh, particularly in, in uh, as it relates to matters like this. Well, he did a great job. Thank you so very much, David, for everything you do and for being with us. Oh, thank you, Joyce. It's an honor to be on the call. Well, you know, we end every show with a quote that we feel has impacted the world, the nation, by a leader that has stood out in the world of disability. And today, that quote is, when it comes to people being hired with disabilities, our goal is not to give people jobs, but to give people with disabilities opportunities, said David Holmberg. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. 
talk to you all next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 